Podcast. I'm Adam Barrow. I'm Benjamin Richardson. Today we're going to be discussing the 2020 collaboration between rapper Freddie Gibbs and producer The Alchemist. It's called Alfredo. Which is a combination of their names? Yeah. A little, uh, little amalgam there. Alchemist. Freddie Gibbs. Alfredo. Very clever. <laughs> that was pretty clever, too. Um, so Freddie Gibbs, a rapper from Gary, Indiana. Pretty lengthy discography. He's been in the game for a while. One of my personal favorites. And The Alchemist is a very established hip-hop producer, one of the greats at this point, I must, working yeah. with the likes of Eminem, has frequent collaborations with Earl Sweatshirt, he's worked with Anderson Pock, and he's also in his own duo, Gangrene, right now, his own hip-hop duo. So, yeah. Yeah, so another frequent collaborator of his is Currency. Right. And so he, Currency, and Freddie Gibbs actually have a previous collaborative, I guess EP, or short album. It's only like 21 minutes. And but it's from 2018. It's called Fetty. I think it's excellent. So this is... Haven't listened, but Adam yeah, thinks it's highly underrated. I, yeah, I will uh, I will die on the hill of Fetty being very, very good. Right. Um, but uh, that's where Freddie Gibbs had his first collaborations with The Alchemist. Yeah. So and now is, having a solo collaboration with him. Yeah, so this is technically their second... Uh, work together. Yeah, their second collaborative effort. So I think it's very, very, very strong. Very solid. Yeah. So I guess we'll get right into the the musical content. So it opens up with 1985, which is the only single from the record. Um, I could talk about this song for a really long time. I really, really like 1985. So it's like the instrumental is based off of like a like extended guitar solo. Yeah, it's like a almost psychedelic sounding. Yeah, it's very like it's like almost like shiny guitar tone. Yeah. Nice, nice hammer-on and pull-off licks going on in there. Mm. It's very, very clean guitar work. Yeah, Alchemist likes to work with guitars quite a bit. Yeah, and you'll notice almost every track has like guitar a guitar in the bit. instrument. Yeah, um, sometimes being the focus. But. Yeah, um, but it, it basically sees. I mean, it's kind of Freddie Gibbs at the top of his game. I mean, this is what I really like about him. Like he, like his flow is just so solid, never wavers. Um, he's very much a, a gangster rapper. Um, raps quite a bit about drugs. Selling drugs. Yeah, simply meaning like he just raps about the gangster lifestyle, his yeah. trapping days, <laughs> his days going around slinging babes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I mean, he was he, he's very open about his past. I mean, he was, he was very entrenched. Very and, proud of it. Yeah, it, it very, seems very, from his very, rapping, yeah, obviously. Very, proud, very Pr- proud of where he came from. Um, but he's he's very entrenched in cocaine dealing in Gary, Indiana. Um, he, he makes quite a bit of references to that. Um, nineteen eighty five. Um. The title ends up being a reference to Michael Jordan's The Last Dance, where, so 1985 was Michael Jordan's rookie year, and he references traveling around with a cocaine circus because the other members of the Chicago Bulls were so drug-addled. And um, Freddie Gibbs says, 1985, Michael Jordan, travel with a cocaine circus. <laughs> uh, makes right. references to Joe Exotic from the recent Netflix docuseries Tiger King. Um, he's an up-to-date guy, apparently. Yeah, he's, <laughs> he's, he's up there with his pop culture. Freddie's, Freddie's on his stuff. Um, Obviously, doesn't he run like a meme page? Kind of, yeah. Um, <laughs> you have to be on your your yeah. pop culture there. Um, but yeah, he's just oozing with charisma. Um, yep, yeah, just bars front to back. It's ba- 1985 runs is basically one extended verse. Mm-hmm. Um, and like a little tiny detail that just like further cements my love for this song. The mix, his voice, like I don't know what it is. It sounds kind of weird. Like when I first heard it, I was like, his voice is mixed really weird. 
but it sounds so good. I love his voice in the mix on this song. And it's not like a thing he does for the rest of the album, really. But his <laughs> voice sounds so good over that guitar. Could you describe the mix in any way, or is it, get, is it a little it's hard? Like, it's kind of hard. Yeah. I mean, it's, it kind of like sounds like... the timbre of it? Yeah, it kind of sounds like like even more buttery than hmm, normal. Like a little fatter. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, so something I, I'd say about... I really about like 1985. Freddie Gibbs? so excited when I heard that. It was the lead <laughs> single. Yeah, I remember um, you texted me when that single came out, I think, and yeah. I listened to it right away. Like I, my, my jaw literally dropped when he started rapping on that beat, like when right. I heard it the first time. My jaw dropped when I heard that clean guitar. Oh, my Facts. goodness. Thanks. Oh. <laughs> um, someone I will say about Freddie Gibbs is, like, you got to love, like, his voice yeah. to get into his music. Yeah, so I'll, I'll go ahead and get into this now. Freddie Gibbs is Exhibit A, in my personal theory, <laughs> that, um, like, a rapper's voice is one of the most important components to, like, how, how good he is, at least for me. Like, at least for my personal opinion, like... You're big into the way, like, the voice sounds in its delivery. Yeah, exactly. And the, the timbre of their natural yeah, voice. Like, like, whenever I think of, like, why I like certain rappers so much, Kendrick Lamar, Kanye West, it's just I really like the sound of their voice. Right. They should have good voices I do think rapping. that's, like, a big aspect of rapping. You have to have a compelling voice to deliver yeah. your lyrics. Or, yeah. like, what's the point? Q-Tip. Love Q-Tip's voice from a tribe called, a tribe called Quest. So, um, why, do, why do you make that... Like a stance on hip hop, while well, I know you listen to like some trash rock vocalists that cannot That's sing in key. Yeah. See, I don't really know. I don't really it, know. It's why just something about the genre for you. Yeah, because I mean, when you're at least for more classic hip hop, I mean, you get into like more recent trap music. Um, melody's a little more important, but for rock music and pop music, melody kind of takes the forefront for me as opposed to the the vocalist's actual natural voice. At least that's kind of how I feel it. All right, because I mean, I know you're like a huge Dylan fan. Like, who isn't? Yeah. And, I, and everybody says that as being an awful have, singer. Yeah, not have a great natural singer voice. But. And I'd argue that even some of that stuff isn't really about the melody either. Where it would yeah. be like the same melody all the way yeah. through on some of these like more jammy tracks. Mm-hmm. I think, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> you know yeah, I, I couldn't. That's that's my best answer. I couldn't answer that completely. But just for rap, especially. Like I really. I think it's pretty important. Like I'm, I'm very drawn to voices. Okay, gotcha. Um, and Freddie Gibbs is probably, I'd probably say the best rap voice. He, he's up, up there for me. So good. I think Kendrick might be my favorite. Yeah. That's a, that's a really generic answer, but Kendrick's I really like the variety that he does, Kendrick's like in the the caricatures yeah. he does almost mm-hmm. within his like mm-hmm. to to progress the plot of some of his songs, even mm-hmm. which is very interesting. But yeah, and yep, Freddie's voice and his charisma make him one of my favorite rappers ever. Definitely. For sure, Adam is a huge Freddie Gibbs. Fan. Yeah, I will. Uh, I'll defend Freddie Gibbs till the day he dies. Absolutely. Uh, Ben and I saw Freddie Gibbs in concert. We did. In November. We did. We also really cool. saw him with Benny the Butcher. Yeah, so Benny the Butcher was, the was yeah. MCs. And he is a feature on this album, on the fifth track, Frank Lucas. Can right. we talk a little bit about that one? Right now? Sure. All right, sweet. Go out of order. So, I, I think that one has, like, the most tense instrumental out of all of them. Yeah. Like, it almost sounds like a, like a horror chord. That's, yeah. <laughs> that's what I was going to say. Like, yeah. like, the way the strings are playing in the background, it makes like it have, crazy. like, this, like, really tense... Mm-hmm. Like a menacing bass, and then there's like a I don't even know what it is. It's like a like like a piano key or something. It's like, it's like, like that. I know what you're like, like that, like that off kilter bar. note. Yeah, you like, hear this dunk. this note that comes out of nowhere. Like every fourth bar or so. Yeah, I, yeah, that one's really cool. Very and nice track. Like like that's kind of the perfect. And Benny the Butcher is very much uh, like a, a like street rapper, I guess, in the same vein of Freddie Gibbs. And that like that kind of like 
like really dark, like menacing instrumentals, kind of the perfect way for like the pairing of the two. Yeah, for for those two to shine with their lyrical content. For sure. Yeah, so I think that one works really really well. Um, ben, Benny's just so solid. I mean, he, he's great. Yeah, like his his natural flow is not very like. I don't know. It's not. It's like it's just very, very steady. His his bars are always so solid. It's just it's just not flashy at all. But he's like just manages to come across as a great very, fundamental. Yeah, just rapper. very menacing. Yeah, good fundamentals. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good one. I'm, I'm a good. I'm a big fan of Benny. I think yeah. he's really cool. I, I was a big fan after we saw him live. Yeah. For sure. Yeah, he was really good. Great opening. Mm-hmm. So Benny the Butcher is in. I guess you could call it a collective, or I think it's a record label called Griselda Records. Where it's him, uh, Westside Gun, and Conway the Machine. I think they're all related somehow, like they're all cousins or something. But, like in real life? Yeah. Or what two, are the two, odds? Of them are co- two of them are cousins or something. Well, they, all, they all grew up together. They're all from Buffalo, New York. <laughs> okay. And then they uh, they all started rapping together. That's cool. But that's cool. That, that's my segue into Conway the Machine is also featured on track eight, Babies and Fools. Another one of your favorites, right? Yeah, I really, really like Babies and Fools. So, Freddie Gibbs, to me, gets, like, obviously, I enjoy when he focuses on his bread and butter, like his, his gangster rap stuff, but they're, they're probably more on this album than you many personal of his moments, moments, right? Yeah, he, get, he gets kind of more personal and reflective, and Babies and Fools is one of those songs for me. Um, he talks about, um, like, he says his prayers, but he's rusty with Arabic. Right, um, love kinda, that line. So the way, the way that song is kind of structured is they're kind of spitting short verses, and then they'll end it with like, like I know Conway says like I gave these streets, and there's a vocal sample that goes all of me. Mm-hmm. All of yeah, me. yeah, they kind of play with that. Um, mm-hmm. that so hook. it's like yeah, it's like it's kind of reflective over like like the the stuff they were doing before they started rapping. Right. Um, something talk- to rap about also has some per- personal yeah. moments like that. Absolutely. Yeah. God made me sell crack and gave me something to rap about. Yeah. <laughs> um, and, and Babies and Fools, Conway and Freddie both opened their sections with like, my first love was. What did he say? Like, what did he say? What was his first love? And then he said like, second was smoking weed and trapping or something like that. Yeah, something like that. <laughs> and then like, yeah, Freddie opens up with like, like he was like a football or something, and um, Conway says like, um, I don't know. But yeah, they talk you about the like, point. yeah, they talk about like their childhoods and like their changing lives and stuff. Um, Conway is kind of reflective about his relationship with his kids um said he's not with their mother um reflective on that relationship as a father i I just find that track really interesting just smooth as silk instrumental that's one of the the instrumentals for me are like they're they're almost like low tempo even Mm -hmm. i feel like yeah none of them are really super fast here very like low very all of them are very smooth except for um the fifth track Frankly, because I feel like that one's yeah, a, little a little bit more, more menacing. Yeah. But all the other ones, they have like these very melodic, like lines and hooks. Them, they're very jazzy. Mm-hmm. I I don't know. It's just it's, I think it's a great pairing with Freddie Gibbs. I don't think he's like worked with a producer like this. At yeah, all. It, it's pretty different from Madlib's style, which is right. We, we discussed Madlib, um, in the context of his collaborations with MF Doom on this podcast mm-hmm. before, but Madlib has two. Amazing collaborations with Freddie Gibbs. Pinata. Uh, and 2014, I think. Uh, or 15? 2014 or 15's Pinata. And then 2019's Bandana. Both, both which excellent. Are, yeah, both of which are some of my favorite albums ever. Uh, both we considered talking about, but yeah. we didn't want to do too. Yeah, we didn't want to be repetitive produced. with Madlib. <laughs> Unfortunately. Yeah. 
That, that's another thing to talk about. Like, Freddy is at his best... Like, his best rapping is brought out when he has a producer. Like, that's doing the whole album. Oh, in a collaborative sure. setting. Like, like, his stuff where it's just produced, like, in-house at his label and just, like, a random assortment of producers, it's good. It's but it doesn't have, like, level. that central focus that yeah. a lot of the other ones yeah. do. I don't know what it is. It's just working with somebody really brings out the best in him. Like, mm. all, all his best albums are collaborative efforts. Yeah, I agree. I think that's kind of interesting. But, yeah. We'll get back to talking about the musical content. Where were we? Uh, so, <laughs> we were just at Babies and Fools. So, let's just go back to going in order. Uh, the second second song, God is Perfect. Right. And uh, seems like there's kind of a religious focus on a couple of these tracks. Yeah, that, that's this another one. one. Um, it says some stuff in Arabic and says, I pray to Mecca. Yeah. That's the hook. It speaks um, of Allah, yeah, obviously. Yeah, Allah quite a bit. Um, iconic... Iconic opening line there. Microphone check. Mike, the, honestly, One, two, Mike Checka. Since he's the Mike Checka, for some, part of me wants this to be the opening track. It, it seems kind of odd. Like after you get into the album, he's like checking the mic again. You're like, yeah, okay. Yeah. But <laughs> I, I love that. Yeah, he kind of he repeats that hook. And he kind of says it with like a little bit of attitude, I guess. I'm pretty sure it's this song, but I like the way like I'm pretty sure like it goes between the chorus and like the bars. I think it's this one where like, the bars are like super fast and the chorus yeah, has like, a, like a, a slower flow and like going in between them creates like a super nice it's like effect. a staccato flow. I mean, I've never really heard him go with that approach before. It's very different from what he usually does. Yeah, I like the bars on this track. Yeah, a lot. He's, he's this shining example how versatile he is um, in terms of flows and it's yeah, it's another. Would one you say he's a versatile rapper? I'd, I'd say he can switch because it up. I'd say he tends not to, but he definitely can. I. I a complaint I hear about Freddie Gibbs is that it like sounds a little samey, his, his bars. I just think they're dense. Yeah, honestly. yeah, exactly. I mean, he he just has very dense rapping style. Just like do 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 just back and forth. Yeah, dude. yeah. I mean, he just, yeah, he just keeps going. Like he doesn't stop. Right. Um. So yeah, I, I can I can understand how that can be daunting for a lot of people, especially if you're not really well versed in like like rap that's more lyrical for me like the way he can talk about like very similar things just like over and over again in different ways just blows my mind like how many times he can talk about like the same cocaine story (laughs) yeah (laughs) you know what i'm saying it sounds awesome (laughs) it just sounds so good and like you said and partly because of his amazing voice yeah it's just his bread and butter i mean and god is perfect that's a really nice uh another beautiful beat by the alchemist just beautiful piano oh it's like kind of like like lurching. Dun, 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 dun. And speaking of beautiful piano, I think yeah. the piano like lick that's like the center of Scotty Beam is like yeah. perfect. The next song, <clears throat> Scotty Beam, third track. That's good. That's good stuff. That's really good. Of course, the uh, the awesome Rick Ross. Yeah, feature the, the feature goat Rick Ross. <laughs> Alchem- Rick Ross. Alchemist. It's a Rick Ross on his features. He, like, I don't know if it's a demand or if it's something that like pro- producers just like to do, but um, when he's when his verse comes in, they play the Maybach music tag, which is like Rick Ross's label that mm-hmm. he owns or something. And so Alchemist is something that I've kind of found fun. He like so they typically play it beginning and end of a Rick Ross verse. So he opens it up Maybach music. <laughs> Rick Ross is going, and then a couple times he play ego Alchemist plays it and goes like Maybach. And then it, like it doesn't go all the way through, so you like you think he's gonna end. He does it like twice, two or three times. Right, and, and then, then he just keeps going. Yeah, and then he ends, and then he plays at the end. I thought that was kind of funny. Like yeah. kind of plays around with the Maybach a music. Little clever, a little sound play it. right there. Yeah, yeah. Scotty Beam, another. Um, I mean, this is kind of a different thing. I mean, he goes in more of a storytelling direction, at least on the first verse. Um, talks about um, getting pulled over by a police officer. So right. it's like again about crime. Yeah, yeah. So it's like I. 
I swerved and ducked the pothole. There was no option, sir. Um, kind of goes, yeah, more of a like storytelling direction, I guess. Um, and talks about like talks about like relationship with police, um, less than uh, less than positive terms, but becomes really prevalent. Um, that song as a whole becomes really prevalent in the wake of like current social current events. Yeah, current events. Um, I mean, he says something that I've like. I know he he's shared quite a bit of people like sharing this message at protests. He says like my execution might be televised. That's right. part of the hook of this song. And I thought that that's such a powerful line. It really is. Like yeah. when I heard that, I was like, wow. Yeah, I mean, yeah. he's yeah he's really intelligent and guy. Freddie Gibbs has has been on this stance. Like I remember when we saw him live. Like between every single song, he said "f police." Yeah, <laughs> f police. He yeah. said everybody f police. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> Gotta love it, dude. The gangster rap classic. Exactly. Yeah. So Scotty Beam definitely a definitely a high point. Might be my favorite song on there. It, it's up there. I, I I just love the Rick Ross verse. It really is. Yeah. It's yeah. one of the best features. For sure. Features are very consistently strong throughout this album. Right. Uh, like another. Uh, Isn't there only three? There's, no, four. there's four. So it's Rick Ross, Benny I forgot the Butcher, about Tyler the Creator, and Kanye, course. and Conway, which we've talked about. Um, and then. Track six, something to rap about is Tyler the Creator. I really like that he gives all his features time to shine. They each get like half a, a song, a basically. full verse, right? I mean, at it, least, yeah. I mean, like Tyler gets like Tyler's half the song. Like, two, he gets he gets yeah. more time than Freddie does. I feel like. Yeah, I'm pretty sure he does. Um, boat I haven't bought yet. <laughs> Kamai gets an even split on his song. Benny gets an even split. Rick, Ro- I think Freddie gets like two verses. Rick Ross gets one. Yeah, Rick Ross only gets one. Yeah, but they all, get, they all get a lot of time to shine, which is something I appreciate. I mean, I hate when. Well, one thing I hate is feature good, just is, for the name. Yeah. yeah, good rap features, eight bars. Like uh, the most recent, the most recent Kanye West single, "Wash Us in the Blood," like four bars of Travis Scott. That's not a feature, bro. Exactly. Like you don't even need him there. Like what's the point? I agree. Yeah. I agree. It's like, yeah, if you can have a feature, let them feature in the well, song. Yeah, let them shine. Yeah, but the features are uniformly excellent here. Um, so Scotty Beam. Um, goes into one of the weaker tracks for me. Uh, you think? Look at me. Look at me. I think it's a little weak. Um, it's very. It's a beautiful instrumental. Very. I, I was gonna say. I, I love the instrumental. The uh, the sampled vocal line. The look yeah. at me. Yeah. It's, it's very just, pretty. It's, it's, it's built off the a vocal. A sample vocal of a sample. Singing, look at me. Um, so it's built around that. But it's just, it's very. It's. I guess it's kind of slow, but it just bugs me to no end that. Freddie spits like one verse, like there's one long verse in the middle, but then before and after, he goes like four bars and it stops, and he does mm-hmm. that again and it stops, and then like the beat will. I know what you're talking like about. Twenty seconds after that, and then he goes in that long verse and then he does it again. Like I, I kind of wish it had just been like you could have made it a short song with that one verse. Yeah, just make it a verse, a little pop. Yeah, so like th- those kind of leave me feeling not satisfied. So All right, that 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 song's a little weaker to me, but it's still okay. It's still pretty good. I I, I like. I think that instrumental is like one of my favorites on the album. Yeah. It's kind of hard to pick, so that one I, I don't mind too much. I, yeah. I'm listening to the beat on that one; it just mm-hmm. sounds so good. I, I can agree with that. I think I think it does kind of salvage it for sure. So and that so next track is Frank Lucas, which we've discussed. Um, with Benny the Butcher. Benny the Butcher. Um, and the next track is something to rap about. So this song is probably the most popular hit off the album. I think so. Yeah, because you know all my friends I've heard have been bumping this one. If anything from the album, Tyler Creator is very popular. Especially yeah. on kids our age. And um, someone I, I thoroughly enjoy about this track is definitely the guitar sample is awesome. Mm-hmm. Or I don't know if that's sampled or whatever, but yeah, 
like the jazzy guitar licks mm-hmm. that the song's built around. And of course, the Tyler verse is probably one of the best on the album, maybe behind Rick Ross. Mm-hmm. I mean, Features, I mean. Yeah. Excuse me. Yeah, I mean, it's it's one of the best. I mean, Rival Freddy's verses. I mean, it's really long. He's that boat I have been bought. Yeah, yeah it's like, so iconic. That yeah, line. I mean, he's <laughs> very very reflective about like like where success. he was in the past and like his success and where he's going to be in the future. For sure. Um, and like that's something I like. I mean, he's talking about his success, but not coming across as bra- coming across as braggadocious. Yeah, I I I enjoy when rappers are yeah introspective. Yeah, exactly. You know. Especially from Freddie Gibbs, which is not something he's done too much. Yeah, I feel I mean, like. Yeah, I'd say I'd say he kind of moved more in that direction. So, Freddie Gibbs was jailed in I believe Austria, um, on a for like a year, for a sexual assault allegation that he was acquitted of, and I believe they eventually found another man guilty of, um, just completely wrongfully imprisoned. Do you know when this was? I think it was in like 2017. So, so fairly recent. Yeah. So the. Like, You Only Live Twice came out after that. It's like You Only Live Twice, Fetty, Pinata, and this. I think he's gone in a more reflective direction since then. And also since he's had his kids. I believe he has two kids now. Right. That, that'll that change you. Mm-hmm. For real. Being a dad is... Exactly. Is definitely something that'll make you more reflective on what you're doing. Yeah, more. Absolutely. Um, so, yeah. Like, I think of practice on bandana. I think of fake names on bandana. Oh yeah. Okay. Um, I, like I, I think of that as a sign he's he's going in a more like introspective direction at least some of the time. And he, again, he still sticks to his bread and butter crime rap. Of course. But um, yeah. That's what we like to hear. Yeah. And something to rap about. Like it feel it's not even that long of a song, but it feels so long, but not in a bad way. Like you feel like I'm just I've, I've been enjoying this forever. It's mm-hmm. just like there's not even a hook. Isn't that like the longest track on the album? It's I think like pushing it five minutes. Yeah, I think it is. Um. No, but that song, yeah, it's very solid, and, like, the like it's just, it's just like, what, like, it feels like two verses, right? But they're both really yeah, I'm pretty long. sure it is just two verses. And, like, because, yeah. like, by the end of, like, the first verse, you're, you're, like, almost halfway through, and then by the second one, it's over. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's, that's really cool. <laughs> very Great song. Nice. Yeah, I mean, it's like, like, the, you keep mentioning the Tyler Creator line, like, like, oh, like, shit. he says, like, Freddie sent me this beat, like, something something it sounds like the boat i haven't bought yet it mm-hmm. sounds like jumping off it and it really does like it sounds like a beautiful that's just, summer day that, that's just such an interesting thing to like like how awesome is that when the, just for something to sound like someone you haven't bought yet that exactly. just sounds so clever to me i don't know yeah. what it, it like, is about like how that awesome line. is that for an, like a rap instrumental to evoke like imagery in your mind like how awesome is that <laughs> right i think that's really cool. i think like any good like instrumental music can do that to you yeah i agree i think of uh very vivid like jay dill is donuts Phenomenal <laughs> instrumental hip hop album. I recommend that one. Sad story on that one. He he, he died like like right after that one was uh, released. You hate to see that. Hate to see that. Yeah, it was really it was tragic. All right. So the next al- next song on this album is Baby. Uh, Baby expletive. We're not gonna keep this one PG. Um, very good to me. You um, like this one? Yeah, I really. I mean, he he basically. Raps from like front, like front to and back of this one. You just love the Freddie Gibbs rapping. Yeah, and like this one, um, it also like touches on his parenthood a little bit. Um, some pop culture references to singer Doja Cat. <laughs> um, uh, and the the beat to me is kind of more. Um, it's almost like I don't know, like almost ethereal. Like it's like. It's like floating, I guess. <laughs> a floaty beat? I guess. Yeah, it's got kind of more... Uh, leans in a more trap direction. Um, kind of reminds me of Situations 
from Bandana. Okay. In that sense. Yeah, I yeah, I get what you're saying now not about the trap. Out. It's not like 808s, but it's yeah. Like, it has like <laughs> I definitely I definitely can see that vibe, a little trappy. Yeah. Yeah, I think that one's pretty cool. Um, so we talked about babies and fools. The last two out, last two songs in the album to me are good. Um, not as much to write home about. I think they're good. They're very good songs. Yeah, and I'm kind especially. of split on them. Like, I think like the samples on them are very nice. Yeah, the guitar that's the ninth track, the penultimate Skinny track. Skinny Sugar. Oh my gosh, that guitar. That that's what the it, that's is super. Off of. That's super. Like, it's a very jazzy guitar tone. Yeah. Very jazzy, like bends almost. Thoroughly enjoy that. Yeah, I do too. Just for the instrumental. Yeah, I mean, same thing with All Glass. It has like an organ, and it's like oh, really, that, that's like, one of my favorites. Like big crashing drums. It's like the, it's like these slide up to these mm-hmm. like really like pronounced organ hits. Yeah. Very nice. Mm-hmm. And so and, like those two to me, like I think the instrumentals are great, but they're a little mellower. And Freddie's rapping is very solid, but also not quite as much the right home about. Right. So that, two, that's how I feel. Yeah. So those two are solid, but um, I'd say not quite on the level of some of the best songs in the album, like uh. Scotty Beam and um, Babes and Fools and something to rap about. Right, I'd agree. Yeah, but yeah, all in all, just very solid all the way right. through. I mean, like even look at me, I wouldn't say it's a bad song. Like I'd say, definitely it, not. You know, it almost works as like, almost works as like an ambient interlude almost. Because right. Of the beat. It exactly that, like in an album context, like that one totally makes sense. Yeah, yeah I agree. Yeah, like it, it it fits well. Like so, yeah, that's how I feel about a lot of albums. Like certain tracks aren't necessarily like. Yeah, something I'd listen to right away. But like in an album context, it it definitely like adds something. Absolutely. Like I'm not gonna seek out. Like, would you take that out if you could? Probably not. That, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. It, it's it's worth being in there for a 35 minute album. It's yeah, not yeah, like, exactly. It's not that much of a drag for that track to yeah, be in there. It's it's oh yeah, 10, 10 track 35 album. It's pretty breezy. Something I'd like to talk about is like the transitions. Like some of them are are kind of crazy. Like how um I think it's Frank Lucas has this like it sounds like an old like um like commercial that has like some guitar in it and then that guitar turns into like the sample that's like driving yeah. something to rap about and that transition is just like goat to me i don't know yeah, i love it yeah i mean and they love alchemist loves putting like vocal samples at the end mm-hmm. like there, there's one i can't i think it's baby at the end of it um yeah it a, is it's like a it's a guy talking about like just like talking about crack and how he like loves the evil elements of, of it. like perpetuating like yeah. poverty and yeah. um, addiction within like poor communities yeah. basically. Like talking it's about a little racist. Well, yeah, it was it was yeah, it was interesting. Like I guess that's how I guess that's kind of a reflection of how like Freddie feels. Yeah, and I was about to say like maybe like, maybe that's how he's reflecting upon it, and that maybe he should have been should have been better or maybe about or maybe selling crack how, <laughs> I mean, and maybe that's how his community got the way it was um, and like how he got brought up in that right. situation that the guy's talking about right i guess multiple ways to interpret that i guess all right I, I always find it interesting like like the psychology of drug dealers and all of them have justifications like for yeah, how they yeah. do it i mean any criminals really i mean right and you know like oftentimes you'll talk to like fentanyl and like opioid dealers and they'll have justifications for it you know even yeah. though they the, in reality them. they're whether they like to agree or not, they're just perpetuating like a huge yeah. crisis. Killed Mac Miller. Exactly. Exactly. So, Mac Miller does have a. It's like he has a spot on Freddie Gibbs' album, but yeah, the like a long, the closing. The he clo- does the closing title track, Pinata. It's like a long cipher, like ten different rappers, and right. Mac Miller delivers the closing verse. Isn't that song like super long? Yeah, it's like it's actually, it doesn't end up being quite as long as I would think. Like, it's only like seven minutes, but there's a lot of. Oh verses. really? I thought it was like ten minutes. Yeah, it's a long song. Yeah. Anyway, um, so 
close this out, talk about how we would rank this, what the rest of Freddie gives in music. Oh, shoot. You go first. I, I don't know. Okay. I, I think, like, Bandana so, has grown on me a lot. Yeah. So, for me, like... So, I'm not sure. I mean, I, I, I'd put Bandana and Pinata, obviously, ahead of this. I don't think that's very controversial. Um, I think the, the longer albums, probably some, probably the peaks are a little higher. I'd say Scotty Beam rivals anything he's ever done. That's fair. Um, <laughs> but I'd say the peaks are probably a little higher. Um, Mad Lib, I'd say, I find his production probably slightly more interesting than Alchemist. Hmm. But, I don't know. I, I, it, there definitely has a lot more going on. Like, yeah. Alchemists are very smooth, and mm-hmm. they kind of ride out. Mm-hmm. But in, like, Mad Lib, it's very, like, all over the place. Like, you don't know, right. like, how it's he's like, going to end, like, how he's going to start and end the songs with all these crazy samples. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, I'm I'm constantly torn on whether I take Bandana or Pinata. I, as of late, I've been leaning towards Bandana, but... That's kind of besides the point. They're both ahead of this one pretty, pretty you, you'd rank this solid third? Or? Yeah, so I don't know. That, How would you rank his um, current scene Alchemist coll- collaboration yeah. with this al- Alchemist yeah, album? that's what I'm thinking about. I don't know whether I would take Fetty or this. I think I'd probably take this, but Fetty's very close. Fetty has some amazing songs. All right, fair. I, I would, um... Probably because Currency. He's a good rapper. He's not Freddie Gibbs good, though. Yeah, definitely not. Um... Honestly, having never listened to the Currency collaboration, I'd probably put this third behind Pinata yeah. and Bandana. I wouldn't say it's not. I say it's controversial. Honestly, like I have more shifting between like Pinata and Bandana. Yeah. both are that's very, very well. excellent. Like, like maybe like top twenty albums for me. Sometimes, depending on the day. Mm-hmm. Well, all right. I think that's I think that's it for this episode. Hip hop fans, check out Freddie Gibbs. Promise you, you won't be disappointed. Right. He's a rapper's rapper, I feel like, honestly. Absolutely. I agree (laughs) with that. Thanks for listening. Alfredo, Alchemist and Freddie Gibbs, 2020. See you guys next time.